Being a Better Man, episode 161. All right, guys, welcome to Wednesday. Welcome to Storytime with Alf. Storytime is where I tell a true story from my strange and interesting life. The purpose of the story is not just to entertain you, but also to share with you the lesson or lessons I learned from that story. They might even cause you to reevaluate parts of your life and help you get lessons that you never knew were there. With that being said, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Today's story is very short, and it's not quite in the same format as most Wednesday stories are. It's about one particular incident that took maybe four seconds to happen, but I dealt with the ramifications of it for years afterward. I'm 11 years old, in sixth grade. Now before I continue, I want everyone listening to think back to sixth grade, Remember your classroom, the other kids in your class, your teacher. Try to remember the things that were important to you at this time in your life. Try to remember being in sixth grade. Speaking for myself, I only had a very vague understanding of who or what I was at 11 years of age. We were still figuring out what we liked and didn't like and trying to understand how we fit into the big picture of everything. So anyways, there I am in my sixth grade class and I have to pee. I get a hall pass from my teacher and I step out into the hallway. The hallway was completely empty because everyone was in class. The walls of the hallway were made completely out of metal lockers. Each kid was assigned a locker where he could keep his books and personal effects. I don't think they have lockers anymore. I'm not sure. But it caused my footfalls in the empty hallway to resonate with the metallic echo. About halfway down the corridor, I see another kid come out of the bathroom and start walking towards me, returning to his own classroom. I didn't know this kid. I had never seen him before. I remember... He was a little smaller than me with unkempt blonde hair. He wasn't looking at me as he walked. He was just plodding along back to his classroom. Finally, when we were maybe five feet apart, he glanced up at me and stopped in his tracks. He almost seemed to recoil. Since he stopped, I stopped. And for a moment, we were just standing there looking at one another. And then he uttered the sentence that altered my life for many years to come. As he was looking at me, he said, Man, you are ugly. Then he just resumed walking past me towards his classroom as though nothing had happened. I was dumbfounded. He left me standing there by myself in the hallway, and it was several moments before I moved or did anything. Prior to that moment, I had never considered whether or not I was ugly. I just figured I looked like a kid. So I stood there processing what had happened and what he had said. It wasn't like this kid had anything to gain. There wasn't anyone around to hear him except me. 
His shock and revulsion at my appearance seemed authentic. When he said that, he didn't seem to care if I heard him or not, as though he wasn't saying it to me, but rather just expressing what was on his mind in the moment. And I couldn't understand what would compel someone to say something like that if it wasn't true. I finally made it to the bathroom where I immediately went to the mirror, hoping to relieve myself of this burden of ugliness this boy had bestowed upon me. I looked in the mirror every day, but this time I did so with brand new eyes. I was trying to see what this boy had seen. I studied myself every little bit, and finally I came to the horrifying realization that this boy had been exactly right. I was hideous. He had sold me 100% on the fact that I was, perhaps, the ugliest creature walking the earth. I couldn't understand why I hadn't realized it before. I could barely stand to look at myself after that. When I went home, it began a long, and I'm sure heartbreaking, struggle for my parents. Not because they had an ugly son, but because they had a son who believed he was ugly. This ugliness I had acquired affected every area of my life. I could only relate freely with my closest friends because they didn't care what I looked like. It made me painfully shy with girls and everyone else I didn't know. I felt like if I tried to interact with anyone that it wouldn't work because all they would be thinking about was how ugly I was. And I didn't really blame them. Just getting me to school became a chore for my mom. Imagine a child screaming and crying, begging not to go to school because he was too ugly to go to school. Well, that was me almost every day. It hurt my parents on a few levels, and it made them concerned for me with just cause. It totally took them by surprise because one day I went to school, a happy, healthy, well-adjusted boy, and returned home that same evening a hideous monster with plummeting self-esteem and a whole new set of neurotic behaviors. I eventually got out of it. I emerged wiser and maybe even more emotionally stable than I would have been otherwise, but it took three years. I spent three years of my life being the ugliest boy in my school, my town, in the whole world. Three years crying myself to sleep and wondering why I had been made this way and avoiding situations where my ugliness would become a spectacle, which happened to be just about everywhere. I didn't go to any therapy or counseling for my ugliness, but I still overcame it and I did it on my own. I believe I got out of it through a combination of pure reason and logic. I'm not going to go into that right now. That may be fodder for another show. The important thing for this story is that I did overcome it. And sometimes I wonder what would have became of me if I had not overcame it. How different would my life have been? Would I even still be alive today? All good questions that I'll never know the answer to, and it doesn't matter anyway, because I did recover from it. 
what made me think about sharing this with you is a Facebook post I saw that a friend and a fan of this show made on Facebook the other day. He was talking about body image, and he is currently in the act of losing weight, and he has lost a ton of weight now, and I'm happy to say it. But even though he's doing awesome and has lost all this weight, he was feeling bad about himself because he was comparing himself to other men who are on the heavy side. Pictures of other men, really, in magazines and stuff. They're all models, for crying out loud. Look, the only true, accurate, worthwhile comparison is to compare ourself to ourself. It doesn't make sense to compare ourselves to other people because we aren't them. We are ourselves, though. And that's why I started this podcast over a year ago telling men to go look in the mirror and make an honest assessment of themselves. If we compare ourselves against the men we were yesterday, that's an accurate, meaningful, worthwhile measurement. If you can accurately measure something, then it's easier to find a way to improve it. Unfortunately for me, when I was 11, there wasn't any way to improve my ugly face. (laughs) I was stuck with it. I ultimately realized by the time I was 14 that the only opinion that mattered, that really mattered, was my own. And I happened to like the person I was. My father's counsel was also instrumental in shaking off this ugliness. So I want to give him a shout out there. So the lesson for today is to be careful about caring too much what other people think. The only opinion about you that really matters is your own. Other people don't know what struggles you face. They don't know how your brain works. They can't appreciate how far you have come. And if they are superficial enough to make a character judgment based on something external, you probably don't want these people in your life anyway. I'll tell you, when I stopped caring what other people thought and started caring more about what I thought of myself, it was so liberating. It was true freedom, the freedom to be exactly who I am. I've said it hundreds of times by now that being a better man is about being committed to improvement in every area of your life. I believe that. I advocate it. But you cannot measure your improvement against anyone but you, the guy you were yesterday. One way to shed all of this socially induced unhealthy anxiety is to be content in the knowledge that you are a better man today than you were yesterday. And remember, guys, if you're struggling with these types of things, If you have a question or a comment, you can always reach out to me. Just write me an email at alf at beingbetter.men and tell me what's on your mind. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out.